Hey everybody, it's good to see you all again. This segment is just to kind of let you guys know what is going on in this episode. So in this episode, there is a situation um, towards the end or anywhere in this episode, there is a blank. That means there's no sound coming in the episode. And you might think that is your fault. That is my fault. You can blame me, say it was my fault because that is editing problem and that's because of recording and the recording platform that I use. If that happens to be in the in the episode, if that's in it, um, what you need to do is to just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Consider it like an ad break. Consider it like a break. Consider it like we're taking a five-minute break. Consider it like that. So no freaking out. No need to worry. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy what's in it. And y'all have a good one. And enjoy this one. Really enjoy it and have fun. And please disregard the blanks in there because other than breaks. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And thank you guys for understanding and for your cooperation. I'm back here today with an incredible band. This is Reign of the Hatred. Of the Hated, excuse me. No, I saw my mistake. I saw it. I saw the mistake. I'm sorry. I, I saw the mistake. I, I saw it already. My bad. It's Reign of the Hated, but don't worry. I'm putting links down below so you guys can go check them out later. Anywho, they stopped by today, and I'm so happy you guys did. And get this, I found them on a... Well, you'll hear as we talk. Anywho, welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Ian, no problem at all. You guys are so epic. Ever since I heard you guys, I've been listening to a few of your songs. I've been, and you guys are so incredible. You guys are so amazing. Thank you. Yeah, all good, all good. And you guys have such a unique and vibrant sound. I mean... It's only been a, a week that I've known you guys, and it's been like a million since forever. So it's right that I begin with this. Um, so how did the band first get uh, developed and created, and um, how did the whole band get set up? How did you guys become Reign of the Hated? It's kind of weird. I started back in 2017. I started learning how to do vocals, like screaming and stuff like that. And I was starting, you know, Ophelia thought of the band name Rain of the Hated. So I was using a drummer at the time and things with him didn't work out. And a couple of years later, COVID came around and I ended up losing my mom. I ended up in the hospital. And when I came out, Ophelia said, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to go and start learning bass. So that way you have a bass player. Um, me and her started practicing and it took a couple months, but we started getting our first single out, which is called Manic Psychosis. And we went into the studio, we recorded the first song, and we were like, okay, you know, we, we do really good together. Um, it's, we clicked a lot better than I have with a lot of bands in the past. And from there, we started recording another song. We went into went There For You, and we were running house shows. It's pretty, it's pretty fun to run the house shows. Ooh, that's exciting. That's amazing. 
And you guys have such a unique sound. I mean, when I first heard the name Ray of the Hated, I thought you guys like make like angsty kind of uh, angry music. I thought you guys did. See, I like that kind of music. Like I like the really heavy, deep growling. But she likes more of like some like um Blink One Eighty Two sound, like the punk sound. So we we're like, okay, you know, we don't just because of the name, we don't have to make it like completely screaming music. <laughs> well, the name gives it away, so. Yeah. In the future, we would like to make it a little bit heavier, though. Our music. Oh, really? You're gonna make it more heavy? How yeah. so? Um, we're gonna try to add more screaming in it and more like the heavier, deep, grittier sounding guitar bass sounds with it. Um, right now I kind of like where we're at because if we want to tour with a hard rock band like Three Days Grace or Breaking Benjamin, we have the opportunity. If we want to go and tour with stuff like Asking Alexandria, we also got the screaming mixed in with it. So it's like a versatile mixed genre kind of thing. Oh, all right, all right. Interesting. Whatever you guys come up with, I'm excited for whatever. Whatever you guys come up with, I'm excited for. Anything from you guys is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, all good. And speaking about the beginning, um, how did you guys get interested into music and wanted to make your music career? How did that whole thing start and begin? Um, my boyfriend... He has been playing for like 13 years. I just have been playing for like literally almost a year now. It's a year now. And it all started after he lost his mother. And he was having a really, really hard time getting up and doing anything. He was like discouraged because he just lost her. So I told him, I said, look, I said, we'll do it together. I'll learn bass and we'll play together. And that kind of motivated him to get up. And, you know, we started doing music. Oh, interesting. All right. Um, before my mom passed away, I used to have a band with her. And we used to go all over Maryland, New York, PA. And when you've been with somebody for so long doing music and then they pass away, it kind of hits you really hard. Like, you don't want to do it no more. So if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be playing right now. Yeah, totally, totally. And it's weird that after someone passed away in your life, you got a lot stronger in your music. I've definitely noticed that. I, I've definitely um, caught on to that whenever you guys were talking about the beginning and what happened to you. I mean, firstly, that's amazing, first of all. I got a lot of song ideas already. And just really, y'all, um, I mean, just having the ability to write music and get the career going, you know, after that kind of a loss. I mean, I mean, totally any kind of loss is horrible and devastating. Yeah. But I really love that you guys, um, after it just drove past it and boosted up your music career and you put this group together. I mean, to me, that's amazing. It's not easy. I'm not going to lie to you. There's days I still get up and I'm like, okay, do I really want to do this right now? I'm like, it, it, the depression is still there, but it just, having someone that cares about you work with you makes it a little bit easier. 
Yeah. Because they understand. It's like, okay, I understand, you know, you don't feel like doing it today, but just a little bit. We'll just do a little bit of practicing. And, you know, when they want to work with you, it's even better than just, like, someone being like, okay, get up and do it. Yeah, totally, totally. And I totally get that feeling. I've met a lot of bands in the past. And it, it is so unique how you guys work together to create amazing music. I really wish there was more bands like y'all's and the other ones in the world. I mean, there was more than, I don't know, it'd be a little more filling. <laughs> I really appreciate that, though. Yeah, all good, all good. And to just everybody filling, um, a guy hit up me in Facebook about merchandise and I found out that there was like other artists that does merch. And so then I didn't know that Rain of the Hated was on there because I didn't know the, um, I thought it was like very exclusive. That, like I was like the first one. I didn't know that other people were doing it. And Are you from um, my Merkin music? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, they it is kind of ex- inclusive right now because they're still starting out, but they're only reaching out to certain people. Yeah, totally, totally. And what's crazy is that they reach out to me when there's like tons of musicians out there. So something I'm out of my... Of I think it was like... Can... I think it was meant for me, I think. I think it was meant for me to go there because if I didn't well, go there... Interview, email me your music. Email me a link to it. I want to check it out. Well, the only type of voice you'll be hearing is my my show, of course. I don't really record music. I am actually a songwriter, so I don't really record any music. But hopefully one day I will. But people's mentioned it before that I should. I mean, we're, all, we're open to collaborations if you ever want to work on something down the road together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I keep all my guests um, on reference because... If ever I want to have my career, my music career up, I want to have options. So you guys are definitely one that I'm keeping in my book. That's good. So you'll know. And yeah, I've considered recording in the past. I've actually very recently, people have been telling me I should record music and I don't really know. And if you've listened to any of my other interviews I did, I actually did rap and I also did singing, so at least you get those. At least that's a good thing. I mean, we were actually just talking about it, um, me and Ophelia, about a couple weeks ago, we did a show with the rapper called The Outliers and Remember SB, and we had reached out to them, like, doing a crossover, like, metal rap song. Um, I don't know if you remember a couple years ago, there was an artist called Etienne Sin, he used to do rap metal, and, like, it's the screaming heavy metal stuff but it's also got rap in it he's rapping at the same time like we wanted to try something like that but getting people to want to cross over is very hard oh oh yeah oh yeah i can imagine it's really hard i mean those are two different genres there i can imagine it can be very hard everyone's views there's metal heads that listen to rap music and then there's rap people that do listen to metal music yeah, totally, um, totally. It would be an incredible thing to start mixing genres like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I find I feel like that. I actually listen to 
Hot metal, and you'll and you'll notice those too, the ones they do. But yeah, I have heard of him. Gotta listen to him more though. That's another person on my list that's going. And and just going on with everything else I'm liking this so far. One thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about was your music because I had a common stereotype that you guys like do angsty kind of music and you guys in some cases, you know, you do. Um, but overall, in your in your uh, opinion, your own self, how would you overall the band describe your music? You got this one. You want to know? Are you talking about the genre or? Really just the music you make. A lot of our music focuses on mental disorders, mental health awareness. And suicide. And suicide awareness. Oh. Um, manic psychosis was written about bipolar disorder and suicide because some people, when they, you know, it starts small, like, okay, they're having an episode with bipolar. They start flipping out. Then they start feeling like they're alone and by themselves. And then ultimately it most of the time leads to them committing suicide. And at the end of it, we're saying you were not alone. I was always there for you. We're trying to tell people that there's always somebody there for you. They just have to reach out. Yeah, totally, totally. And I love that you guys keep your your music very personal and also very relatable, you know, because a lot of people, they've dealt with those. Yeah, totally. A lot of people don't want to talk about that, like, oh, mental health don't exist. But unfortunately, when COVID's lockdown hit, more and more people ended up, you know, with depression and all these mental illnesses started coming out in people. Yeah, of course, of course. But I love that you guys keep it personal and that you have such a relatable thing to make your music about. I mean, a lot of people dealt with mental health. And that's something that is very serious. And unfortunately, sometimes it's not taken seriously or is took in the wrong way. So that's really something. A lot of the time it's the wrong way. Yeah, totally, totally. But I love to you guys keep it personal and that you keep it real. I mean, to be honest, I want to also ask this. Since you guys, um, your music is a lot of this, um, you guys talk about disorder and awareness. Um, have you have you both ever had a disorder? I mean, I know it's a little personal, and you don't have to answer it. I was just um, I was just asking because you guys do make you about that awareness. I mean, have that ever happened to you any time in your life? It's happened to me before. I've had bipolar disorder my whole life since I was like six years old, so. I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> um, with me, I had COVID last year, and after I had the anxiety, and they came out that I have a mood disorder now. So they think I'll be, like, happy one minute and just, like, start flipping out the next minute now since COVID. They said a lot of people ended up with mental illness from having it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. And I love you guys are not afraid to be personal with your audience. I mean, 
I mean, that's important. That's important that you guys gain that confidence when you're ready to, that is. Yeah. Definitely. And I love that you guys keep it real with your with your audience and your fans, because we could use more real people here. I mean, don't you guys agree that we need more realness, especially? Yeah. A lot of people, especially celebrities, they don't want to talk about like mental illness. And then when they do, you got to worry like, oh, are they just like talking about it like, popular right now? Or do they actually have it? Yeah, like, I'm not a, a lot of my family has mental illness. Um, most of my family honestly suffers from bipolar disorder. Okay, yeah, I definitely felt that a lot. And I can see them having some type of issues going on personally, but I love you guys keep it real. I think that's really important. At least to me, I don't know about the people, but to me, that's very important. You know, you got to address you. those. No problem that you got to address those. I mean, that's very important. And I respect that 100%. That's amazing. And just speaking away from personal um, and from y'all's music, um, something that I really wanted to also ask about is how do you guys go about with your music process? Like, mixing, mastering, production, songwriting, all the... You want to start it? You want me to? Okay. Um, I usually start with the guitar first. Um, and then from the guitar, I'll bring Ophelia in and I'll be like, okay, we're going to work on the bass together. Most of the time, she writes her own bass parts. Um, obsessive romantic. I wrote my own bass Yeah, obsessive romantic. She wrote her own bass parts and she had her own tapping stuff and everything into it. It, it honestly amazed me how much she did on that song. Um, the lyric wise takes a bit of work. Like I'll write something and then I'll give it to her and I'll be like, okay, take a look at the lyrics. What do you think about it? And we'll go back and the lyrics until we find something that's that is more realistic but at the same time like isn't too like out there like obsessive romantic we had to change the lyrics all the way up to in the studio like we wanted to make it a song like someone could dedicate to you know if a boy or a girl you know whatever they they're into but without like how do i put it? without making it like baby and stuff like that so that way it could be like either one guy, it could be dedicated girl. to anybody. Yeah, you could dedicate it to anybody you want to. That one was the hardest one for me to write. Um, there for you, some of it writes itself. Like we have another song coming out within in September called The Letter. It's another song that's about mental health, bipolar, suicide awareness. It's suicide um, awareness. It's also got schizophrenia in it too. Um, but it's hard to write it because some people don't want to hear like, you know, what the mental illness actually does to people. If untreated down the road, it eventually leads to schizophrenia. It eventually leads to possible suicide. So you have to watch what you put in the lyrics. Me and her have been going back on lyrics back and forth for about a month now redoing it. Kind of skeptical. Like you have to worry like, okay, if you put in there that, you know, suicide or something like that in the song, you got to worry. Are they going to call the damn mental health on you? Or are they going to like, okay, you know, this is too personal for me to listen to. It's, it's a bit hard, but we usually go back and forth. Um, the drums, 
we usually give the drummer after we're done with the guitar and the bass parts. For me, it's personally easier to work on everything alone by myself because I know how I want it to sound before I give it to anybody. And from once I start getting my parts done with the guitar, I'm like, okay, here's the bass parts for you. She works her own bass out. Then we go to the drummer after that. All right, all right, I totally see that. And that's really unique how you guys go about that. And I love you guys are aware when it comes to to the song. Um, you guys take a close look at that song and you don't just, just finalize everything. You guys really look into the song. You guys really pay attention to it. That's really amazing. Thank you. Yeah, all good, all good. And I respect that. I respect that. Coming from you guys, coming from, coming from all this, I get kind of amazing to me. All right, I've got to cut the stutterness. All right. So, going on with everything, in y'all's opinion, what was the hardest song to write and release? Um, are you talking about like in general or like emotionally? You can do both. You want to do this one first? Generally, I think Obsessive Romantic was the hardest one. Emotionally has to be there for you. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, the hardest one, I think, was Manic Psychosis because I was afraid of messing up. It was our first track. Um, but emotionally is definitely there for you. Um, I personally had written it about my mom who died last year. Mm. All right, those are good ones. I listened to a few of those. Good songs, by the way. It touched me. But I can see how those would be, like, the hardest ones. Because they were personal. I totally get that. Yeah. I mean, I totally get how that's like to have that personal song and then it's hard to put it out there. It's really hard. I get it. I get it. Now, um, I want to talk about first. Um, how did you guys feel when you guys first released the music for the first time? Very nervous. Very nervous. <laughs> From But it was also like a happy feeling because it was like the first song that we ever did. Honestly, after we were done recording, I was happy as could be. You could actually see something that we did and see something that we're doing together. And it's like, oh, my God, it's here. I had wanted to record under Rain of the Hated for years. I just never got to doing it. Interesting. Now, I definitely could see the nervous part coming in. It's always nervous when you put out your first hit record. Yeah. <laughs> it's always nervous. Trust me, when I first put out written stuff from me, when I first put out lyrics from me, I was nervous too. So I totally get the. It's just a nervous guy. Are people going to like it or what are they going to do? Yeah, totally, totally. And I've had that feeling, too. It's a scary feeling. 
But then when they start saying they like it and you start seeing positive feedback, it's like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, totally, totally. And I think most people feel that way too. So at least you're not yeah. alone, though. At least you get to share that. At least you get to share that. That's pretty nice. And going on with everything, um, and also a question I like so far, what would happen if you guys didn't meet as a band? What would happen? What would happen if we didn't meet as a band? Um, I probably wouldn't be in music right now. After my mom died, I just didn't want to do it anymore. It was very hard to get back into it. When you've been playing with someone for like 13 years, and then they pass away, it's like, do I really want to do this now? Oh, okay. her, I'm not sure about Ophelia. You don't know. So basically, you wouldn't function right if you guys were not a band. Okay. Now that I can feel. Yeah. It would probably be very boring. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, boring. <laughs> Now I can see the boring part coming in. I can definitely see that coming in. And it would be kind of boring. I mean, to go along with that, have you guys ever really imagined yourself as a solo artist? <laughs> you want to go first? Good. I've never imagined myself as a solo artist. Um, I've done solo shows like acoustic metal where it's just me and a guitar. It's fun, but at the same time, it doesn't sound full. I look boring. Like, even she said, me just playing by myself looks boring. <laughs> and I was in the audience, so you gotta think acoustic with screaming ain't like exactly the most fun thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I see you, I see you. So overall, if you guys were not together, you know, life would be boring for you. Yeah. I mean, most people, they get up, they go to work, come home, eat, sleep. There's got to be more to life than that. Even drawing, there's only so much drawing and video games you could do a day. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I wish that they would put more fun into their day. Like I've, like I've seen that. I've seen that. That's basically one of my parents. They just work. They come home. They take care of their shit, and then they do fun stuff minorly. But you guys, yeah. but you guys like keep it fun. You guys look fun. In fact, people are going to start having rumors now that you guys are together, so you'll get to have those. So that's fun. It's always fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I want to ask an interesting question. I know it's not music related, but I, I just want to know. 
So you two right now on this call with me have people made theories about you guys being together? Like, I mean, not man-wise, like actually in love together. Has anyone ever made theories about that before? Yes. Ah, okay, really. How did you react to that? How did you feel about that? Nothing wrong with that. I mean, there wouldn't be nothing wrong with that. Oh, that's a twist. There'd, there'd be nothing wrong. Okay. So you're saying it's a possibility. It's an option. Okay. It's an option. Okay. I just wanted to get that out of the way. I'm sorry to make you feel anything less. I'm sorry. I just wanted to. I just wanted to get that off my chest because at least one person had to think that you guys might be together. I just wanted to know how you guys feel about that. I'm open to it. Oh, cool then. That's nice. That's nice. Alright, now I know you guys, um, I know I asked you some personal things, so do you guys have anything balled up in your brain that you need to let out to me? Anything? Nothing really. No. We're currently working on going and releasing a new song next month um we're trying to finish the cd up but we have it's my it's money and it's a lot of lot of practicing to get all the songs set but we're supposed to be hitting next month with a new song that's dope that's amazing that's cool but what about the money you guys made for your merch as of right now we haven't like outside of my merch and music we've do have some merchandise we sell at concerts um with the merchandise we sell at the shows i've been putting back towards merchandise like if i sell t-shirts i will put it back into ordering more t-shirts um like it's weird we sell more t-shirts than we do cds right now okay no that's weird how could you guys sell more t-shirts than cds it's, I could understand that um, because right now, like, let's say you go to a concert. You could listen to a CD, but you honestly don't get to wear the CD. Like, a lot of people want to wear CDs, buttons, you hats. You listen to it on YouTube. Yeah, like, you could find music on YouTube now, Spotify. I mean, the digital streaming kind of killed it for the CD sales. Um, especially even with torrents, you could just find everything online now. Oh, yeah. I definitely see where that comes to play. So, like, if I go to a show, like, okay, like, even back when I was younger, I'd be like, okay, I'll buy a CD, but I want them to autograph it. If they're not going to autograph it, why do I want the CD? Yeah, yeah, I definitely see where that comes to play. And, yeah, yeah, I could definitely see the digital world coming into play when it comes to CDs. Like, we... We started small. We ordered four t-shirts. We wanted to give it a test run, see how it went. We sold four of the four t-shirts in like a week and a half. Wow. So we're we're back to ordering more t-shirts probably this Friday for the next batch of shows we have coming up in September. That's really cool. That's amazing. That's amazing. Congrats on getting more merch. That's amazing. It's weird because Ophelia drew the design for the artwork and we didn't really plan on putting it on t-shirts yet. 
and she was like okay i'm we're gonna make a couple t-shirts for the first you know the first thing we made for the ep the teddy bear with the heart and she was like okay we're gonna see how this goes we didn't plan on selling them as quickly as we did i just uh-huh. couldn't wait i had to release it <laughs> now that's amazing good look at that <laughs> All right, all right. Um, kind of laughing. I also kind of wanted to ask about this because I know you guys do shows. Have you guys considered doing more than just a city tour, a state tour, like a world tour, like a, a U.S. Yes. tour? Actually, yes. Um. It's weird because you got to think about how you want to do it. Like there's a million different do-it-yourself like groups on Facebook out there. And they're like, okay, you reach out and we'll see what we could do for you. Um, I would love to travel the world. You should. Why don't you? Um, right now it takes money. Um, we had a company reach out to us. They were like, okay, it's $2,200, okay, for the three band members to get a tour bus, and we'll videotape you guys on the tour. And I was like, okay, my drummer was all for it. He, we, me and him been fighting the past couple of days about it. And I was like, look, you know, I don't have that kind of cash sitting here. I'm like, I don't, I'm lucky if I have 500 in my bank account right now to do something like that. But I said to him, what we'll do is we'll start small right now. We'll go four or five states, and then, you know, we'll come back. He, it's, it takes money when you're first starting out, like a lot of money, especially traveling. Cause if you travel from, let's say you travel from New Jersey to like New York, the bridge itself is like $50 just to get over there. Oh, geez. And then gas money. And then if you have to stay somewhere, you have to get a vehicle just to stay in. I personally would rather stay in the vehicle than stay in like a hotel. Yeah. Yeah, the hotel money I could put towards like a new guitar or more merchandise or something. Food money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. But that'd be nice because if you guys came down here and performed, that'd be that'd be really cool if I could see you guys actually perform. That'd be that'd be be nice. The weird thing about the um, I on the side I help out with lawsuit entertainment. I help booking shows in New Jersey. You know, we he has a pizzeria, my friend Steven. And he's like, look, you help me get the bands. I'll put you on the show to perform with them. He's like, you know, we'll just make some money for everyone for the night. So he, we ended up getting a message from a band from another state. They said, September 9th, if you put us on the show, we'll bring you out to North Carolina, Texas, D.C. They're like, we'll run you a mini tour if you help us out. <laughs> so it's... That helps also when you have, like, book concerts at a venue. Some bands reach out, like, yo, I'm on tour, and I could help you out. Now, that sounds exciting. You, you got to go do that. Well, that's – I signed up for it. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to let you handle it. I mean, if you guys came to Texas, which I reside at, by the way, I mean, if you guys came down here to Texas and if you guys are, like, around a nice time, that'd be so exciting. It'd be, like, a huge birthday party. It'd be amazing. 
See, I'd love to do that. I would love to see you guys do it. It'd be so fun. So fun, exciting. So fun, exciting. Hey, you there? My mic's off? Oh, yeah, your mic was off. Um, I would love to shoot a music video in a haunted place. Like, I, I reached, I seen Motionless and White did a show in Insane Asylum, and I was like, okay, I want to do a music video out in one of them. Oh, really? I would love to see yeah. a music video. See, I wouldn't mind, like, if we go out to Texas on tour, I wouldn't mind doing it. I, I'd like to shoot one out there, like a different music video in different states. Oh, that'd be interesting. I'd love to see that in action. Yeah. And if there's a state, if there's a city that you need to, you need to go to H-Town as your first one. Which one would I like to hit as my first one? You know, H-Town's a good one. Austin's a good one. Um... Spring, um, you know, just some major ones you should hit up in there. That's pretty awesome. You're gonna have to send me the link because we're trying to run a tour. Um, I made some connections with um one of the bands we played with the other day, and we were trying to run like a couple week tour, like just like three bands. Um, I a couple of the ones we played with, the Feral, the Bear, Science Babble, they want to run like a five, six days. We thought of 13, actually, a 13 nights of Halloween in October. And we were thinking about just like hitting different states for this whole tour. Oh. We'll start in New Jersey and then we'll end on the 30th in New Jersey. That's insane. That's insane. That's incredible. It's hard to book right now. Um, A lot of businesses took a little bit of a toll you know with covid and stuff like that so it's when they hear you're from new jersey they're like okay you know what's your draw look like out here and it's if you haven't been out to a state before it's a little bit hard but you know it's when you just start and you got to work your way up one thing though we will promote the hell out of it if there's an interview a show we will be out there with flyers posting on social media we go out of our way to promote stuff that's amazing. That's amazing. That's nice that you guys promote hard because my show's perfect for promoting. That's awesome, actually. Oh, really? Look at that. <laughs> That's amazing. Interesting, interesting. All right, and I know later everybody will get a chance to hear you do a little showcase for us. Um, what can you tease? Uh, what can you tease to the audience out there about it? About what? About your showcase later, your performance later. Oh, um, the last the videos I'm gonna send you were from the last night of the show, and it was a packed venue. There was like five bands on the bill and each one bought out at least 30 people each. The bar was wall-to-wall people. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to let Celia take over for a second. Oh, no. 
Okay, I'll just stall until they get back to normal. By the way, it's a new coping strategy I'm using to stall. So there's no voids and there's no emptiness because no one likes emptiness. So until they return, I'll... Um... The music that he's going to send you later is from our last performance. It was a packed venue. Oh, that's amazing. It's amazing. And I love that you guys got a packed show. That's really amazing. That's amazing. Incredible. And even packed, that's awesome. Yes. In um, Newark. On Bloomfield Avenue, we won't let us do it there. What? Are you serious, Junior? <laughs> Clutter. <laughs> Clutter. <laughs> you there? Yeah, I'm still here. I just didn't know you guys were still active. I saw a lot of background noise, so I didn't know. We're still here. But well, we needed a day off after the tour. Like we just needed a day for us away from everything. Ophelia got like really, really like tired out because it was nonstop working on connections, taking photos of bands and videotaping people. When we do shows with other bands, we like to take photos of people. No matter what genre it is, we just usually get up there, videotape them, take photos. You gotta help promote them. They help promote you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Brilliant idea. Brilliant plan. I like it. Plus the promoters see it and they're like, okay, they're interacting with the community. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Death hundred percent. Definitely. And I just wanted to also thank you guys for coming out today. I really do appreciate it. And just so everybody knows, they're on a beach. So this was literally, if you guys saw their camera, you would see them on the beach. So they're actually talking to me straight from a beach. So that's, that's pretty uh, interesting. Um, let me see if I can turn the video around really quick. See? You guys can't see it, but I'm going to just visualize for you. See blue water, nice sand, plants, a nice grass, <laughs> a fence, sunflowers. It's, it's very nice out here. It's just a lot of background noise. Um, I, We just needed a little bit of a break today because it's been nonstop traveling. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sometimes it's good to travel. I mean, we. I mean, I would love to do more traveling. I've been stuck here for an entire year and a half. Hey, we maybe we go out to your estate. We'll go and bring you out to it. Bring you with us for a bit. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. I'm gonna probably visit New Jersey one day. I might. I'm down here in Texas, so I'm pretty much having a beach day every day. See, I'd love to go out there. I got a couple of friends that live out in Texas. And they make it look like it's like the greatest place in the world. Okay, clearly, first of all, I well, that looks actually pretty nice. 
The only thing I don't like is that it's 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 so hot here and it doesn't snow often. That sucks. Are you serious? It only snowed two years. It only it snowed in 2017 and it snowed last year. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Wow. And we got that snow from Houston and Austin. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't really, but it's really hot here, especially in the summertime, it's 100 degrees out. I went out shopping today and I was sweating like I smelled ham out there. Wow, that's not good. Well, yeah, but I like it. It's a lot of freedom down here. They don't have yeah. a lot. They have, like, less tax down here. They have nice fried food down here. And it's some type of freedom. Some type of freedom that you can't get in other states. So, I like it. Well, that's pretty cool, at least. Something, something great for me. But seriously, seriously, um, I do want to thank you both for coming out today. I really do appreciate you guys. Are so cool and amazing. And actually, after this, I'm gonna probably re-listen to those songs because they're stuck in my head now. <laughs> thank you. Um, do you mind if I do a couple shout-outs really quick? Uh, yeah, sure. I was just about to give you a, t- uh, a little time to do any shout-outs. Go ahead. Any lastly things you want to say? Um, you want to start? I want to thank my dad because um he's a very big supporter. Um, oh, give, me, give me one second. I'm very sorry about this. See you later. Um, I'm very sorry about that. Um, I want to thank my dad. He's a very big supporter, and what he does is he literally. Let drive this day's a roadie. Um, he supports us all the way. He actually gave us the money to record our first song, and he even drove us the entire tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to give a shout out to Northstep because they are a very good company. If you ever get to working, you know, like doing music and stuff like that. Um, Northstep's a very good company for people in music, whether you're in rock, metal, rap. Um, they have a couple shows coming up at Marcy's Playground on September 17th and the 25th, Bumpin' Ugly. Um, Steven's an amazing dude. He fucking gave us one of our biggest first starts this year. And he let us play Boardwalk Buds, which was the biggest pot festival in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that. Since then, we've been trying our best to take off. We ended up with a mini tour. Um, I want to thank Leanne also. She's running Groove on the Move, where she takes bands that are, you know, just starting out and brings them state to state so they can start getting a fan base. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Good to hear. I think they really appreciate those shout outs. Also, check our store out at My American Music. Sweetly, another one. Woo! 
And I want to thank you because you it really means a lot that you brought us on here to have an interview. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to interview anyone. You guys rock. You guys are amazing. Um, we would actually love to be on it again. Um, if you don't mind, in like a month or two, we'd love to come back on, discuss the new songs coming out. Yeah, sure. That'd be awesome. You guys, uh, you guys, that same form, you guys can use it again. It's universal. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you guys for coming by. And everyone, make sure you guys check out Rain and the Hated down below in the links. I said hatred. That's gonna, that's gonna mean later. I know it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be iconic again. And again, thank you guys so much for coming by. And yeah, make sure to check them out down below. You guys won't miss them. And stay tuned. They might be touring in your part of town soon. So that's exciting. And I'll see you guys on the flip. Bye. Okay. You got 10, you got a few seconds. My name is Ophelia. And my name's Kane. And you're listening to Reign of the Hated at Rap It. Oh. oh my God. I can't believe you guys. <laughs> oh my God. But it seriously. <laughs> oh God. Okay. But seriously, you see y'all on the flip. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight as we dove into a wonderful podcast episode. Now, in this following segment, you will get a chance to hear this artist's showcase because every artist that comes on the show requires to do a showcase. So buckle up, get some popcorn, and enjoy the showcase. I hope you guys love it and check out the artist when you get a chance to. Hope you guys love it. Enjoy.
disorder. I know a lot of people in my family, especially after fucking whole COVID quarantine, ended up with PTSD, suicidal, bipolar. We wanted to do something that, you know, make them feel like they're not alone. There's always somebody there for them. Because, after, let's, be, let's face it here, during quarantine, who actually checked on people? Like, who fucking checked on nobody? Next song uh, we wrote for my mother who passed away last year from COVID. Um, we were actually a regular thing that's like every fucking month. Uh, she died from COVID. It was kind of fucked up. But this song is called "There for You."